If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready get 30, ready get 20 20, 20 ready get 20 20, ready get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Tender Loving Care with your host, myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Every Kate and I break down a show from the TLC Network, the name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out that it actually stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the types of shows were on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select a show to cover the next episode by spinning the wheel of shame, which has all of the trashiest of trash TLC and Discovery Plus shows that we will be studying. <gasps> Hi, Kate! Hi. Kate, how's it going? <laughs> I'm podcasting in my underpants. So not well, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> sexy, 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 hot, sexy, Kate, sexy. The, the AC um, went out in my apartment for the listeners. Kate. That is, um, that, that's, that I can see you struggling. You know, I, I remember in the days when we're, and we're going to get back to it because we're going to head into summer, but when we were doing it last year, we started last year, we we're getting into the hot days. I was in my under ice packs on me because we can't, if we have AC on, it's too loud and yours is even working right now. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm so it's, sorry. It's 82 degrees in my apartment. <laughs> I am sweating. You need to go and get some ice to suck on because I feel hot looking at it. It's kind of warm here as well. And I want the windows open because it's a lovely balmy night. But then you just hear the room or you hear the something of the LA night. Um, (laughs) 
hey, I have so much to go over. We have so much Bravo stuff, so much that I need to get into. So I'm just going to go. Number one, Kate, I finally did it. I started Traitors. Okay. Okay. What are your thoughts? Really surprised at my reaction. It could have been my mood. Was it, uh, look, Alan Cumming has been my favorite since I was a child growing up watching him on television. Love him. So that was great. Castle in Scotland, my heritage, love, couldn't get any better. We had Kate Chastain. We had a ton of people I didn't know because I've never watched Big Brother over here, but that was fine. Um, You know, there was ceremony. They put the cloaks on to go up, like loved all of that. But I got bored after like the second episode. Oh, it gets I so just, good. I was fast forwarding. It was just long. It was, and it wasn't like, it couldn't hold my attention. They go and do these tasks and I'm like, okay. And then they all sit in the library and they kind of say the same things, but there wasn't enough backbiting. It was just like, I think he probably is. And I think he probably is too. And, ah, oh, couldn't stick with it. So in the end, I just fast forwarded and then found out who won. <laughs> yeah okay I'm excited there for a second I know I just could not stick with that even with Brandy Glanville I was like is there any gonna be late night drunkenness is there gonna be real arguments but I just kept waiting and the second episode yeah maybe it was the weekend state I was in I was really hung over when I binged the whole thing in one day so I just laid there and let it wash over me kind of got it um well, and it, it gets better at the end but yeah I I can see that it is a little bit slow beautiful setting but I will tell you I did also start because I was also a little bit hungover because it was my birthday on Friday so on Saturday was a little bit hungover and I started Summer House oh now I had said to you guys look I made the time okay I was hungover and I was on my sofa eating pizza like what else am I gonna do so I um, had watched season one and two years and years ago with those sisters that had the weird chins. That's the all I can is, The workest yeah. twins. Yeah. yeah, not like them. So I thought I'll start on three. So that's where I've started. So I have comments, concerns, okay. and complaints. Okay. okay. Um, I will reiterate what I said before I'd watched any of this. There is not one good-looking person on the show. I cannot understand for the life of me that Carl is not an attractive man, Kyle, not an attractive man. Then there is this Jordan guy. Now, if I, many times I want to put my fist through the television and punch people, but this guy, Jordan, now I'm only a couple of episodes in, this is season three, and this guy, Jordan, comes in and his eyes are very, very close together number one just gonna say that and he's like I'm so handsome like I broke Bumble or whatever it was he's like I um have never ever ever been turned down I have and he starts all this and I go there's a massive secret you're hiding something I and I think I already know what it is um and I'm watching it and he's working out and he's got his tone body and he's like I know that girls I get anyone I want and I and I'm like here we go something is going on and also he's not attractive like I don't know listen (laughs) my friend did say on Friday on Friday night we were talking and I was saying some someone on tv that I was like oh he's really really hot and I was like I like that kind of trailer trash look and I know it's not a pc thing to say whatever and um 
and she, and my friend was like yeah you do really like that look like you really fancy evan peters and i was like oh my god evan peters is like one of the sexiest human beings ever has existed and she's like yeah but he looks like really trashy i was like does he i don't know i really fancy him um so that's anyway. that's not these these people are overly groomed and preppy not, ugh, ugh, um jordan ugh. is jordan is a very odd figure yeah Okay, so I don't need to spoil anything, but I'm watching it. Then he so he makes up with this girl, Danielle. And yeah, Danielle definitely likes him, whatever. And he makes up with her. And then he starts the lies. So he starts telling a story about when he lost his virginity. And I'm listening to it going, okay, this is definitely a lie. And why do I think this is a lie? And then everyone on the bus is like, that was a scene from 40, 40 year old virgin. And I was like, oh my God, it is. He like made up this lie about this girl doing something with him during a sexual act and that he kicked her and broke her nose. And I was like, I've heard of that. I was, that's what I was from. It's from 40 year old virgin. So they're all going, Oh, right. Right. And the confessionals are like, he's completely lying about that. And I'm like, there's something going on with him. And then it goes on to, and then he tells that he's like, so he's made out with this girl a bit. And then he makes up with her again. He's like, I made out with three girls last night. And they're like, no, he didn't. He didn't. He made, didn't make out with it. Then she tries it on with him again and he pushes her away. And then he's like, man, she was like begging me to go to bed last night. So it's very, to- her, her breasts felt like bags of sand. Oh, <laughs> like I have a virgin. That's oh, yeah, yeah. Virgin. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, I, it's either that he is a virgin or it's that he's gay. I was wondering if he could, to me, I thought he was gay. And I don't know if it comes out what the secret is, but he's a liar for sure about all this sexual stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a long time since I watched it, but um, this is really reminding me. And that was that was the talk um, when it yeah. was on was people thinking that maybe he was um, grappling with his sexuality or a virgin. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's he's uh, interesting character for sure he's really annoying he's really annoying it's just like what is going on yeah yeah then the best thing happened these these eagle eyes so i'm on like season five um episode five or something of season three and lynn's all by the way every conversation starts with oh god i had such a crazy week in the city oh god i worked so hard this week i can't wait for a rosé if they talk about how hard they work one more time i'm gonna shoot myself so they Lindsay's like I've got one of my clients and um we're doing a St. Bart's uh St. Bart's party in the Hamptons it's like the biggest social thing you know at the Hamptons everyone comes so then this guy comes and starts chatting her up and I'm like I know him I know that guy who and this is how good my Bravo knowledge is Andy Cohen wake up and listen to what I can give you he comes up to Lindsay in the middle of his party and shakes her hand. It's like, hi. And she's like, what's your name? And he's like, totally into She's like, hi, hi. And they kind of exchange numbers. And they're like, we've already met before. Blah, blah, blah. Let's go on a date. This guy was a guy that Carrie, Carol Radzeville went on a date with on her first season of Real Housewives of New York. His name's Payman. And she goes into this bar and he does like, he does tailoring. And she goes into the bar to meet with him. And she's like, how old are you? And he's like, 28. And she's like, oh, God, men don't even get interesting until they're 40 or whatever. And she goes on this Mm. date with him. She never calls him back. And then Sonia 
takes her to go and get something tailored and it's payment and payment's like why did you never call me back and it's this guy that's on summer house going after Lindsay. i'm surprised they didn't do a cut to that or something same it's the same wheelhouse i know but that's who it is i was like oh that guy loves being on bravo love you know we saw that camera and ran i mean he literally appeared from nowhere in this tent Anyway, so I um I'm okay with it. I'm going through it, but they but I there is no like their faces sorry, they're not attractive. Jordan's eyes are so close together. Um Kyle is just like ghost with that blonde hair. Um and Carl is just like his face is all kind of squished up like a bulldog all the time. I don't cannot find all the dogs. Oh my god, he's so good. They're all so happy. I'm like, what? Yeah, everyone's obsessed with Carl at the beginning of the season. He Carl grow he grew on me. He grew on me really? because he gets he ends up getting sober in the later seasons and he okay. really gets his shit together and he's got Don't more spoil anything for me. Okay, that's the most I'll spoil is him getting sober, but Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. So you so, watch Summer House. I I've right. started watching it and I'm also eating some of my birthday cake here that my friend got me. Oh, um, amazing. <laughs> they're they're like they're the people that at, at a corporate job would say like happy hump day on Wednesday. Yeah, They're sort of like that. Like, I know. Yeah. But they're New Yorkers, so I thought they'd have like an edge or something cool, but they're just quite oh. mm-hmm. um okay. And so the other thing I want to talk about is today we Kate, you posted on our Instagram, Tender Love and Care Podcast, that um the trailer for the new Real Housewives of New York has come out. Now I haven't watched it fully because it's it's a lot for me to process. I'm not on board with any of it. You know my thoughts. However, on the same day, we were blessed with the legacy announcement. Now, guys, you know that I truly believe that Andy Cohen and I have a relationship. Like, never met him, whatever, but he's like something I created once. So I think we're on it. But I'd been writing on everywhere, message boards, Uh, do message boards even still exist i don't know on instagram on comments on everything that what my ideal cast baroni was i said we take it back in every single one i put kristen takeman kristen takeman had two seasons and i loved her she fought the shit out with ramona all the time she did stand up for herself she had some good one-liners i liked kristen and today it was announced legacy we have the tr- we got Dorinda, we got Lou, we got Ramona, Sonia, got Sonia, Kelly, Kaloran, Ben Simone. I Look, I didn't vote for her. I didn't want her back on my screen. So I'm annoyed, but it's old school. And then we also have Kristen Taitman. And I just, I, I was so happy. And it's so ultimate, happy. ultimate girls trip. Roni legacy is the oh, title. Oh, is that the full title? Mm-hmm. Oh, so we're doing, oh, and it's in St. Bart's, they said as well, which would be great. Which, is that where, is that where crazy, that isn't where she lost her mind, right? Was that a different? Oh, the Al Roker's. Yeah. uh, What island? Let me look it up, because it wasn't Turks and Caicos. I think it was St. Bart's. I'm not kidding. That makes And Jill, hello. Hello, it's Jill. Look, it's a shame. It's for me. It's a shame that Jill didn't agree to it. Listen, because she wasn't getting paid the same amount. 
truth about okay not crazy and scary island what was the like all of these questions did she have a breakdown there was three do you know i can't watch these episodes again obviously i can repeat most of them but i can't watch because she was so horrendous to bethany do you, oh, it was us it was saint john and the us virgin islands so okay. no it's a different island but we're shoving okay. her back on an island and i am happy about it and listen i lou loves her for some reason lou has always loved her which is annoying yeah. I think Kristen, Kristen and her are both models and they have a modeling background and they were together, which is so crazy about all of this. All of them have been together in one single episode. It was the episode Kelly Claw and Ben Simone had gone a long time ago. Kristen's it was her first season and she was modeling, second season, she was modeling for Luann's charity show. And she walks in it with a mystery guest. The mystery guest was Kelly Claw and Ben Simone. So there's one singular episode in all of Real Housewives of New York where all of them were together in the same episode. Ramona, Sonia, Lou, um, Kristen, and um, uh, Kelly. Wow. Okay. So I'm, oh, no, Dorinda wasn't. I apologize because Aviva was there. Dorinda came the next season. Oh, okay. Different blonde, different blonde. But um, how did you feel about it, Kate? A mixture of things. Oh, okay. I, I'm stressed because mm. I, I'm really hoping that Dorinda has oh. centered herself, grounded herself from no. what we saw on the last Ultimate Girls Trip. I still want her to be Dorinda and be out there and be yelling, but it yeah. got so nasty. She was awful. So I'm hoping it's back to a fun level, her madness. And, I, and so that's my trepidation. And then other than that, I think we're going to get a lot of gold moments. I think it's going to be gold television. The only yeah. thing is I cannot stand when you go back and watch, you watch that Kelly. She was so delusional, dude. I can't have the confessionals have it being like, listen, everyone just tells me I'm so amazing and I'm so nice and I'm so wonderful. And what am I supposed to, you know, everyone just tells me that. And someone's going to them, you are a monster. And she's like, see, everyone loves me. I can't sit through that again. I, can, I have no idea where she's at in life or what she's like. Is she she's the exact same? Agent. She's a real estate agent now, apparently. And all over her Instagram is like, I am the number one real estate agent in New York. Like Looney Tunes, right? She uh-huh. says, I sold $200 million in the Hamptons last summer. Like she's doing, she is doing it though. She is selling houses. Um, still talking about Bethany all these years later and Scary Island all these years later. And I don't want her to go on there and to be encouraged by Lou um, for her craziness. I, You know what I want in this? I want everyone to put her in her place. This would be the this would be what we all needed for Kelly to come back and people to actually say to her, you're fucking nuts. What you're saying is all lies. I think Dorinda's going to go at her. I think Dorinda and her are going to clash and I'm going to love every single second of it. Dorinda will take it down. Do you think Kristen and Ramona will clash? No, they will clash in a great old school way. Yeah. She'll be like, shut up, Ramona. And Ramona in will a- be like, Kristen, you shut up. Like, it'll be like that. Like a fun, lighthearted. Yeah. 
But to have all of them back on our screen, to have Kristen with Ramona again after the glass, after the Berkshires, after it's going to be, it's a beautiful time of our lives. It'll be something. It'll be something. I'm I'm excited to see that. I did watch the full preview. And at first, the first half of it, I was like, oh, this looks dumb. This looks dumb. And then it started to get pretty saucy with, you know, a, um, one of the husbands getting accused of an affair and all this. I was like, okay, there's stuff going on. So okay. I'm, starting, I'm starting to get interested, Polly. Okay. All right. All right. Right, guys. I mean, look, that okay. was what we had to just get into that. So let's get into Kate. What did the Wheel of Shame give us last week? Okay, so we got the show Trixie Motel. This is on Discovery Plus. It's one season. There's, uh, what, six to eight episodes, something like that. Uh This is how it's described. Trixie will face the reality of having invested her life savings into a rundown motel in super trendy Palm Springs, California. Mm -mm. Now, Kate watched all of it before. I'd watch all of it. I'm a I'm a big Trixie fan. I'm a big um fan of Drag Race. So mm-hmm. Trixie was on season seven of RuPaul's Drag Race mm-hmm. and she placed sixth. Mm-hmm. Um so she didn't have what's interesting about Trixie is she didn't have a super remarkable run on the show. Mm-hmm. And then she got off the show. She became really popular online. She has she's friends with this other drag queen, Katya. And one of the best YouTube series <sighs> you could possibly watch. Their shows like crying laughing. Katya is so intel both of them are so intelligent and witty and smart. And the editors, the <laughs> editors on their YouTube series. Is unbelievable. Uh, so yeah, uh, the show's called. Uh. And I was introduced to it. Started watching it, going, "Holy shit!" And I became obsessed with both of them. I don't watch Drag Race, but I watch. Um, but I knew who Trixie Mattel was, obviously. But then I started watching this. I was like, "These two are like the wit, the observ- the observational comedy is un unparalleled." And. <laughs> I become obsessed. We so started watching like all of them. My friend is like, do you understand like how successful they are? So I start Googling all of them. They are go- They are touring the world, sell out shows all over, especially when Trixie loves to do her Swedish accent, which is unbelievable, <laughs> as we all know. Um, but all over, all yeah. these countries are sold out with these two. And then Katja, I didn't know, had like a drug addiction issue, addiction issues and then is sober. And she's just so witty. So funny. They have a podcast. They were on Viceland. So uh, kind of turned into the Trixie and Katya show on Viceland. And then it went back to being uh. Mm-hmm. And that's been on since 2016 um so she went back and did all stars rupaul's drag race all stars a couple years after her initial run and by then she was so popular from being on the internet and with katya and everything she won all stars and now and just she's she's a girl boss she's got cosmetics line i just ordered this is how big of a fan i am i just ordered lipstick from her and it's incredible trixie cosmetics um and so she's got an empire she's a singer she's got albums out um she like performed at acl 
last year or the year before. So she's everywhere. She's everywhere. YouTube channel. It's really remarkable about how they like both of them have the time because I'm sure Catch is still recording a ton. They're going on tour and everything like that. But I mean, her net worth roughly, because of course I had to Google the financials, roughly around 10 million they're looking at. And I'm sure that's a that's a lowball estimate. And her partner is David, where's Dave? Where have Dave? David Silver, David Silver. And he's um he's lovely. And you can see, you see in this, so I'm going in just knowing her from um the YouTube show. The um and I love the concept of this because it was it was part, you know, the the kitsch of of Trixie Mattel and drag and everything like that. But it was also they were trying to turn this place into a hotel and they had very limited time. They were faced with all of these issues with permits, the boiling or oh, the heat. And I couldn't watch it. The heat, Palm Springs. Like I am just not a Palm Springs fan. And I and I also am. It's such I've been there so many times. They always say it's the gays and the greys. Right. But it's like it used to be the place that all of old Hollywood used to go. So I love the history of the place, but there is a silence there at night that is, is eerie. And I also don't like that when you go there and you're renting places, they have curfews everywhere. Like you can't have loud music after 10 PM. And if you have animals, you can't walk them like after eight o'clock in the morning because the pavement is so hot. It will burn their feet. I mean, it's like, it's just a Palm Springs is a lot um but obviously it's known for its mid-century modern look um and they bought this so david um bought the um bought the hotel online apparently saw it and then bought it for uh for two million and then they had a budget of 500 um to redo this and i'm not big into like uh renovation shows but this was perfect for me because it i was watching it. i was like what does this remind me of what does this remind me of why am i liking this and it wasn't just david and trixie's like personality and then we saw leslie jordan which was unbelievable and we saw lisa vanderpump and puffy which was unbelievable but what it was to me is it was like flipping out it was like drag flipping out so flipping out with <laughs> jeff lewis and bravo i loved that because it was him being a absolute nutcase the people he worked for that were all nuts and then all this shit that would happen and i was like that's what it is it's drag it's flipping out but in drag that's what it was so i fell in love with it because of that that makes so much sense because flipping out honestly is kind of campy with how over the top jeff lewis is and the the drama over such frivolous things at times and um you know yelling at jenny and oh so good it's, and he's so that makes witty. sense. That tracks. Yeah. Yep. And and Trixie is funny and yes, known very. for high camp drag. So yeah, that, very. that's um so uh yeah, we and I love for me as well as a, this is really going back. This is going back years before I lived in, in America and I visited and fell in love with one Anna Nicole show. Anna, Anna, fabulous Anna, Anna Nicole. She's so outrageous. That was the inf. If you guys have never seen the show, it was on like VH1 and you can't even buy copies of it now. It's so hard to track down, but it was Anna Nicole um, after she had, is still going through a battle of this war to try and get all this money from her deceased 90 year old billionaire oil tycoon. And it was her and her lawyer 
and it was her assistant that was evidently completely in love with her, her son, Daniel, um, It w- and they lived in this house in the hills. It was insanity. But the opening was that cartoon-esque, like Trixie. So when it came up, I was like, oh, it reminds me of that. Um, but... Yeah, so we see, basically, we see her going in and just being like, shit, there's a lot to do. And we go through the whole process and people pop in and out like, um, like Lisa, that was great seeing Lisa Vanderpump. Okay, that was Yeah, yeah they're, they're buddies. They are buddies. I liked it a lot. I liked having a puff there. Um, so you see them going shopping a little bit. I just kept getting hot. I couldn't see them stand in that heat. Like, Kate, oh God. And Trixie is wearing a wig. No. Done. And a breastplate and all this. Oh, oh. I I looked at her and I was like, but it doesn't make any sense how you can wear all of that. Just a wig on a good day is your head's boiling. Then in that sun and then tights under the, you know, every, I didn't. Well, talk about air conditioning. Trixie and Katya are obsessed with talking, uh, with air conditioning and talking. Oh, about air oh well, there you go. <laughs> on their I podcast, they're. So, and she says that on the show, she's like, as drag queens, you know, having, having a cool environment is everything. So the top of the line air conditioners are going in this hotel, in this motel. Um, So what's fun about it too, is Mm. each episode focuses on a different room of the Mm. motel and they each are themed. Mm -hmm. And so like the one with Leslie Jordan is the Malibu room. You know, Leslie Jordan, God, what I was watching him. And we all know Leslie Jordan. If you don't Google, you'll definitely recognize him if you don't know him by name. Uh, a lot of people know him from Will and Grace. And I mean, he's just done so much, so much. And um, I forget his death. It was last year. It was last year. And what it was is, so he'd been sober for 20 years. 20 years he'd been sober. And he was driving to work. And he just had a heart attack and crashed his car and died. And you just go what you know it's like what if he'd got to set earlier and he'd had the heart attack there someone could have saved him you know what if he hadn't crashed his car like and the autopsy said that he died from a heart um from a heart incident mm. um so he had it and crashed the car it was right on um uh Kawenga, um in the middle of east hollywood and you're just like what a bloody waste, man. I mean, oh. just, and in a second, he's just driving to work. And then in a second, it's all gone. And he was only 66. It's not fair. And he was so full of life and vibrant. Oh. And every mm-hmm. second you see of him on anything you watch that he's involved in is so joyful. And he really had a lot of friends in, in Hollywood. Like everyone just speaks so highly of him. And- they do. They do. Yeah. It was bloody awful. What, like, yeah. what happened to him? Um, so we see we have a great episode with him and um, checking, searching for these um, lifeguards. Um, that was great. But there's just always they, they, he just constantly has like you know whether it's like his partner coming in, David, who you can see there's so much love between them and so much respect. And it was really nice when Trixie was talking to Lisa Vanderpump and Puffy about um, why she was doing this, and she goes, "Well." You know, in the past five years, my life has gone insane. I literally got everything I wanted. And, you know, David has never been jealous. He's never been envious or running around asking why he doesn't have it. And he wanted to do this. And I want him to have something. And I was like, 
and Lisa was like, that's beautiful. And I was like, that is really good. It shows they have a fantastic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think like what other points they have, you know, the big party at the end of the reveal, everything kind of comes together. We um, see, are you familiar with Juno Birch? That was a new drag. I was not familiar with Juno Birch. And then I had to go on a deep dive <laughs> onto Juno. She is something, something. I found out where she's from in England and her whole thing. And she's done fantastically well. Yes, lots of interesting folks coming in and out. I loved that episode too. And that room is so cool. Um, the design what I found fun also is the designer is this woman yeah. called Danny Daisy. Uh-huh. And she has a company called Daisy LA. And I had actually ordered some shirts from that company years ago so i i knew who she was when i watched this and i was like oh good for her and she has a really distinctive and fun style it's um very i fancied her i I don't know if that was a husband or a boyfriend but i fancied him (laughs) yeah they're super cute so yeah overall just a really frothy fun show it was great and it was and i don't you know, I'm not going to go. I, I I kept thinking, why am I enjoying this? And like I say, it was with the flipping out, but it was also just really, really good comedy running through it. It wasn't just throwaway lines or written lines and someone, you know, putting it all on. It was just a good chemistry between the designers and that David Rios <laughs> that owns like Palm Springs. He is something else. Yes. He, he's like a, he's a designer, I guess, and an architect, I think. And he has got billboards just of his face, like all across Palm Springs. He's out of control, but I, I appreciate <laughs> them. They have a big party at the end and it opens up. Yeah. It's already good. So then, of course, I have to go and check it out. Yeah. So I didn't go to Palm Springs, but I did go online. Kate, I hope you haven't done this much, this research to know this. How much do you think it is cheapest a night in one of these rooms? Don't look it up. I have looked it up before, so I'll have to see if I don't know if I remember what it was, though. I think it was like 500 bucks or something. Yeah, the cheapest, the cheapest of the cheap is like 400 a night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, Trix. But um, (laughs) seasons, you could get a room off off season for like four less than that a night and I'm like okay the, so right now I checked and obviously it's it's summer and it is tons going on out there um and it is roughly around six I even saw 700 a night and I'm like so wow. what because this is still a motel guys <laughs> in motel hotel I guess I I mean that is that's obscene amount of money for what it is. That's wild. I know. It really was. Um, so yeah, she's cashing, cashing in, guys. I will tell you that. <laughs> um Woo-hoo. but I did really like it. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was great and it was really nice to see it all come together at the end. Um uh, which which room did you like the best, by the way? To be fair, I didn't like a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I understand it for what it is but if I was going to stay there it just wasn't I love color I love themes I love uh vibrancy but it just seemed none of it seemed 
it's how can I put this? I I completely get what it was and it's supposed to be kitsch and it's supposed to be loud and it's fitting the theme and it's supposed to all be mid-century. And then we have, you know, the, the Jetsons type of theme and we have the pink flamingo. It's just, um, I dare I say, I just didn't think it was very high quality, any of it. I mean, they spent half a million. They just spent, spent over their budget. They did five, Five six five, which is remarkable that they could get all that done for that amount of money. Remarkable. Right. I just don't think. I think I'd go in there and I'd see paint chipping off at the bottom. That's how I feel. Yeah. It would like. And it's six hundred dollars a night. I mean, that's just how I feel about it. Sorry, Trent. What would you feel is a fair price per night? You could definitely do two fifty. Yeah. You could do 250 on that. I yeah. mean, they're very, very small rooms as well. Very, mm-hmm. very small. And I don't think the bathrooms would be fantastic. Everything small just... Small pool, yeah. yeah. But I understand where you're going there. You're not going there to get Four Seasons quality, but just yeah. it was not my fave. No. I think the Yeehaw Cowgirl Suite is my favorite. That was your favorite? <laughs> yeah. But uh don't think that's in the budget right now. So new to reach new. Um, so yeah, it was a really good show. It's definitely a cool show to put on. Um, like what mood would you have to be on to watch this? Like if light puff summary, maybe you're getting drinks ready for a garden party. Oh, have this on in the background. That would be lovely. That would be nice. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so we we always like to do pounds of learning, guys, from zero to six hundred. Um, after my six hundred pound life. So, Kate, how many pounds of learning of this? Hmm. I would say I'll give it. I really like it. I'll give it five fifty. I'll give it four fifty. Okay. It was a good show. It was a good show. Fair. All right, guys. So that means we have gone through our show for this week. Let's head on over to the wheel of shame to select our next show for next week come on guys let's go meander (laughs) guys we're here we are here at our wheel of shame so what's coming to you straight away about what you want to watch right now what do you want to pull what do you want to pull from wheel of shame uh, list some list some i'm i don't even know what's on right now looking straight here addicted to marriage Little People, Big World, Strange Love, Hillsong, and Mega Church Exposed. <gasps> that, mm. that would be good. Something Real like that. Life, okay. Real Life Nightmare, Moonshiners, Deadly Women, uh, The Curse of the Chippendales. That would be good. Yes. Yes. Good. Something a little. Prison Wives. Okay. I want, Yeah. Uh, a docu. I'd like a bit of a docu. Me on too. A I want, topic. Yeah, I want some intrigue. Okay. All right, guys, we are going to pull this. Join us as we spin the wheel of shame in three, two, one. Spin. All right. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. I do want to go a little bit more serious. Dark this time. All right. It is. Show we have up for next week. <gasps> Yeah, we got to take this off. I'm sorry. I thought I'd remove this. Oh, okay. Sarah Palin's Alaska. We're not doing this. No. 
No, we said we were not going to do it. Guys, sorry, we're not doing that. We're not doing that one. It's going to be her going hunting and so- nope, 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 nope. All right, let's try again. Wheel of shame. Three, two, one. Good vibes, good vibes, Wheel of shame. Come on. Spooky, love a spook as well. Love a little spooky cheek. Woo! Okay, we got a true crime. Oh. We've got a true crime, and I think I've already watched it, but that's okay. It is Gypsy's Revenge. Now, if you're familiar with this, Kate, do you already know what that is offhand? No. True life case of Gypsy, um, uh, Lee, uh, Bruce Shark. I don't know how to pronounce the last. Yes. Oh, I do know what this is. A mother with the boyfriend. Yeah. So I have watched that. I've pro- Let me see if I've Gypsy Rose Blanchard. That's it. Uh, Gypsy's Revenge. Is this actually like a TV? So it's a, oh, it's a movie, but is it a docu? I think it is a docu. Um, I think I've already watched it, but I will definitely go in for this again. It's it's kooky, um, and it's mm. really depressing. But uh, we will make the best of it. It's a ve- it's an intriguing story. It really is. And it's just awful. Talk about Munchausen syndrome. This is by proxy. It was, it's a lot, guys. So yes, uh, fair warning with that one. But I think all of us are pretty familiar with that story. But that's what we're going to watch next week. We did ask for serious, so the Wheel of Shame delivered. We did. I'm interested to watch this. Okay, Gypsy's Revenge. That's what we're going to watch next week. Um, guys, only other things we have to say is that we will be switching around some things with our Patreon. So please, um, keep. Uh, your eyes open this week on our Instagram, Tender Love and Care Podcast, because we are, we are going to be having new content coming to our Patreon for all of our fabulous Patreon members. In the meantime, we have this show that comes out on a Wednesday. We have our 90 Day Fiancé that comes out on a Tuesday. And we have our coverage of Vanderpump Rules that comes out every Friday. So go and check everything out. It's all on our feed. All of our contact details are there. Email address, Patreon, our phone. No, not our phone numbers. But everything else is on there. So go and check us out. We we love you eternally. And we're so grateful for you listening to us. Um, Kate, any last words? Thanks for being here. And tell a friend. See you next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.